up on the uh, Google Maps and the Apple Store. Download us with uh, New Radio Media with the Z. Yep, with its NRM streams with a Z. One and word. One word. And uh, we've got so many different things happening in New Radio Media. We have a kickoff coming. Yes, I am. I am beyond ecstatic about this. We've. with um, Paul Benzman, that the three of us would sit back and say we're actually going to have a kickoff? No, no, honestly, this was, this is, um, it's, it's a bit surreal. It's Everything going on is, I was just talking to um, my buddy last night, I was like, it, it yesterday felt like I was having a dream about the day I was going to have the next day, but it was really what was going on. So it's not Groundhog Day. No, thankfully, that'd be... name and this and that how many people do we have now at new radio media we went from three to 26 pretty quickly pretty quickly pretty and quickly they handle all kinds of jobs don't they everything yeah we have we have had a production now had a post-production marketing sale it's it's really cool to see from just us sitting in your office to now farther along into things it's so i was i'll be honest i questioned the loc the localness of everything in the very beginning yes you did i really did i didn't get i'm like it's the freaking internet yeah it's worldwide but as we kept saying to oh, everybody yeah. local talent local information mm -hmm. local Because I'm like, it's the internet. And then I, when I finally clicked with me, I was like, okay, I get it. But it's, it's, um, it's, it's surreal, the stuff that goes on here daily. Like, so let, let, let's go back. Let's share with everybody a little bit of your background. Yeah. Okay. Uh, First of all, Ian is president of New Radio Media. But long before that. Yeah. Long before that. I was born a poor black child. Okay. From, the, from the movie The Jerk. Yeah, so we yeah. know that. We oh, yeah. know that. And uh, but let's go back before new radio media. Um, you got out of high school. Yeah. What What were your goals? What were your ambitions? I've I've always wanted to do movies um, since I was a little kid. That's all I've ever really wanted to do. Um, I was not a good student. I was not um, very much not. If you told me even three years ago that we'd be doing this now, I would say you're crazy. And there's no way. 
um, just by own sheer. I was a, I I took a lot to motivate me when I was younger. Kind right. of floundered around. Um, I've always wanted to make movies. I went. I dropped out of high school in my junior year, um, and I went uh, to OCC for a year, and then I went to Columbia in Chicago for film. And I realized that I'm not even really doing film here. Um, their whole selling point was that you jump right into your major, which is true for every single one except film. Right. So I got lucky and got into a pilot program, but then um, ended up hearing about MPI back here, Motion Picture Institute, mm-hmm. and came here, and I'm so happy I did because I we I don't think I'd be here right now if I didn't go there. So some of our wonderful staff here come from two great locations. Yeah. And why don't you share a little bit about each location and how they've built new radio media. Yeah, so we a lot of um we went to Specs Howard um to get a lot of our board op, or all of our board ops and audio ops and um they they I they're everyone here is fantastic. I I I tell anyone who will listen, uh, my favorite thing about coming in is seeing all of our people in here working and enjoying being here. Like that's worth it to me more than anything Anything I'm making on any, it just, I love it. I love it. I can't even put it into words. Okay. And the other location? That would be Motion Picture Institute. And what kind of person would we have, have we taken out of there? Oh, uh, what, do you, what do you mean kind of person? T- type of talent. Oh, uh, oh, everything. We have from producers to production assistants to lighting guys, sound guys. Um, our, our, head of pro- our head of post-production, I, I will say this, and I will, comp- I will back this up no matter what. He is one of the top three two or three DIT guys in the state, along with being one of the, just the most genuinely nice people I've ever met. So as president of New Radio Media and um, going from zero to way up there yeah. um, and the challenges in business, yeah, there was a tremendous uh, crossover for you. I mean, Oh, yeah. You came from a talent side, a technical side. Creative, a, for sure. To a business world. Yeah, oh, yeah. How did you find the business world um, and and how did it relate to the friction that has to change? Yeah, you know, um, it's funny. It, I, I've always wanted to be a writer-director, and then due to, you know, this person being in this crew position, this person being, I kind of fell into producing. So I, I started to learn some of the business side of that stuff, you know, a handful of years ago. And that actually has kind of helped me when it comes to stuff over here, but I've learned a lot. So... You know, as we look in the second half of uh, today's show, when we cross over to the second hour of the show, we're going to talk more about how industries have changed, um, you know, from standard television, Internet, uh, all these different things. I have a bunch of different things to bring up to you. But for right now, you know, with the time that we have uh, before our first guest really joins us in the studio, this two-and-a-half-year period Mm -hmm. of incubation and growth what would you define as the most difficult piece for Ian Benzman? Boy, look at the smile. I have. Look, I, at that's, the, look I, I wish I had a cam. Well, I have cameras. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> but the colorization in your face I, is um, growing. This will be. I, I know the answer. This yeah, is going to be real. Yeah. I uh, I love my dad to death, but we we definitely butt heads on occasion. But that's not a bad thing all the time. That's he, a, he challenges so me. Paul challenges, challenges you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, sometimes not in the best ways, but I love I love him to death, and so, I could not be happier that we're doing. So this. if another family member in another business and a parent were to join forces, and mm-hmm. butt heads, what would be the recommendation for the younger member? Don't don't take it personally. It's, it's, you know, having Paul as my father, there's a lot of times where we'll butt heads over business stuff. 
and it, it's tough for me to wrap my head around the fact that he's you know it's it, that he's not doing it as a fatherly kind of thing and it's it's uh we're working on it we're getting there well you're doing a great job with it well, you know you. so now as you know paul and i have trivia yeah okay so you ready for your first trivia question I thought you already asked me a trivia question. No, yeah, I, the, I, the flowers. I, that was trivia question number one, but not trivia question number two. Okay. On February twenty seventh, nineteen fifty one. Okay, February twenty seventh, nineteen fifty one. What amendment number was signed and ratified in the Constitution for the Constitution? Nineteen fifty one. The second. Trying to amendment. think around when, like. Socially, what's going on around then? Nineteen. Of... Well, Korean War. Korea War had not. Uh, the conflict was beginning. I'll give you that hint. It's. It's not. It, it was it's the not... year before my brother was born. Will that That's going to help with my answer. I, I, I figured that would really. Be... <laughs> Everybody's um, guessing. I can hear people in yeah, my head. Yeah, I love when they. Yeah, guess. right. They, I'll give you I, another. I'll give you another uh, hint. Because is it the twenty-first one? I'll give you a hint on this. It was this, oh, it well. was the stop. President Ro- President Roosevelt had been the only president. Oh, terms. Thank there you. There you go. Terms. So it was term limits. Yep. Okay. Term limits. Now, what number amendment was it? I'll even let any part of the staff. They're all looking to Google. I love this. It's not, it's not twelve, is it? No. Yeah, because that's no, Jake, no, no. Jake. So Jake, no. if, for those you can't see, Jake was just kind of like trying to give me the answer secretly. Yeah, I bet he's trying to give you the answers <laughs> up there. You know, I read it wrong yeah. backwards. Yes, you did. Uh, okay. I, you know, I. I I'm so bad with dates. Oh, it's okay. Uh, it's the 22nd Amendment. Okay. 22nd Amendment. So, okay, we're, we're going to go on. So you watch the Olympics at all? You know, it's I did. I caught um, the people who do skeleton are insane. Those people are crazy. I, I can't, I could never, I don't think I could ever do that. Did you think that the um, viewing of the Olympics this year over previous years was as good, equal to, or better than? From what I saw, it looked pretty similar. Um, I know my buddy watched it like crazy this year for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. He, I was just like, what are you doing now? He's like, oh, I'm at home watching the Olympics. Okay, what are you watching? Skiing. All right. So Michigan had a um, quite a few people there. Yeah, um, locally the on the women's we hockey had, team. Well, we had three people that actually received medals. I didn't know that. I knew so, the one. All right, let's go to hockey. Let's go to women's hockey. Yeah. Okay, they knocked off Canada. Yeah. Which was the shocker of the day. We did that in curling, too. Yes, we did. We're going to get there. You know, we're working our way. I'm excited about curling, Peter. I'm sorry. Well, all right, so you're excited about curling. Where did you first start to see curling? Well, actually, it's it's really funny. Um, I never really paid it. I still don't really pay attention to it, but it's kind of a joke amongst my friends now. It's the only Olympic sport in which you can play and drink a beer whilst playing. That's very true. Mm -hmm. And where else can you buy a $5,000 broom? eBay. <laughs> you can buy anything online nowadays. Well, I want to talk about Megan Keller. She's our 21-year-old. Grew up in Farmington Hills. Gold medal winner for hockey. That's, that's Women's so hockey cool. was just unbelievable against Canada. Yeah. Kyle Mack, West Bloomfield, 20-year-old. Snowboard. Oh. You know? I didn't realize if, that. If you watch them go up and turn and twist and come around and actually land safely... Yeah, see, I'm old and out of it now. I don't watch. I don't watch the the snowboarding with the whippersnappers. Well, I tell you, and then of course, out of you know, we talked about curling, but then two bronze medals came out of Ann Arbor. Which sport? With uh, Alex and Mia, they're uh, figure skaters. Okay. So um, you know, that's gotten a little ridiculous, in my opinion. Figure skating, some of the the overly elaborate and intricate 
like performances and the, like the music getting like put together specifically for these routines. Like I get it. Do you but, like do you like the sumo wrestler one instead doing the commercial? Yeah. Do you ever see him I kind of do, yeah. The bird at the end? Yeah. I no. That was cute. I, I you like know? it. Okay. I like it. I mean, Crowd I, uh, I get Crowd throw roses. Well, I just think I saw, I saw a funny meme online. Someone goes, if if uh, Margot Robbie can, has to learn how to skate and do a monologue, that when you do the Olympics, you should have to give a monologue before going into your skating routine. And I was like, yes, I'm all for this. <laughs> all for this. I'd watch that. That'd make it way more entertaining. Well, you know, it's, it's unique. Um, from the people that we see every day and we talk to um, at coffee and everything else, what's unique is that a lot of people have felt that the quality of the viewing of Olympics has like gone down. Now, maybe it's the network that is handling Olympics this year. Yeah, because I've been hearing that about football too, but the last, that's more of a Roger Goodell thing than the viewership. Well, I think Roger heard. Goodell is diluting football when he went to Thursday night. Yeah, and, um, as much as I would love to watch football Monday and through his, Sunday, and his I big get sponsor, it. and his big sponsor, you know, Papa John's, that was one of the biggest complaints, and that's why he pulled out. Yeah. So, uh, well, I like Pizza Hut better anyway. So. Well, it's 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 all right. No, it, I think I, I it's really funny. I'll talk to my buddies. I'm a giant geek. I love comic books, all that stuff. But the thing I find the most fascinating is the behind the scenes stuff that goes on, like how Marvel film and television technically two different companies. So, like, it's interesting how that all works. How you'll have characters owned by Marvel that's getting pushed by the comics and the TV side of things, right. but on the film side of things, they're like, "Oh, we don't want to touch that." Like the Netflix stuff, well, that never is going to cross over with the films, and the reason why I find fascinating. Well, we're going to talk about Netflix in the second hour um, because they have a great, they have a new program coming out uh, local, and uh, I want to talk about that, and I want to talk about how new radio media is looking at film down the road and how internet broadcasting is changing media completely. Oh, yeah. We could, so, we could talk about that for weeks. I, well, I bet you days. can. So my last piece here is you go up north, right? Not in a while, have but I have. you been to Kalkaska, Michigan? I have not. Do you know where Kalkaska, Michigan is? No. I've been through hell, Michigan, once. Well, we've all been to hell and back. And Benzie County. Yes, well, we know that. Once the poorest county in, in, in the In Benzonia. State. It was the poorest county in the state at one time. I didn't even know it existed until my dad was like, "You know, we're driving through our we're driving through our county." I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> and there's Mo right there on the <laughs> Grandpa Mo singing "Love on the Rocks." <laughs> Sing- anyway, they lost their big boy sign. Oh, the, so, high, wait, win- the high winds! No, oh. the, the high winds just gusted right across and knocked them out like it was nothing. They don't, even, they don't even have their big boy sign anymore. Not anymore. You know, we lo- we're losing big boys down here like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. I, oh, okay. I saw the picture of that. It smashed on the- You got yeah, it. That's I did the see one. that. Yeah. All right. That's Kalkaska, you okay, know. Okay. I did see that picture. That's where 131 just cuts right up, goes up to Petoskey. Okay. But uh, also, you can tell you 72, cut across right to uh, the bay, and you're in Traverse City. I can tell you how to get to the corner of McDonald's. You can. Well, you know, we're going to uh, stretch our legs here, as we say. Want to do a few things here, take care of a few things. So uh, I want to, again, welcome uh, Ian Benzman, president of New Radio Media, into our studios today. Thank you. I'm Peter Perlman. This is Talking Biz. And we're going to take a break and be back in just two minutes. Entertained and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. 
The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to NewRadioMedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on NewRadioMedia.com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. I'm just waiting for my wonderful theme music, you know. Uh, but welcome back to New Radio Media, Talking Biz. I'm Peter Perlman, along with special guest Ian Bensman. Ah, there's our theme. Hey, there we go. You know, boy, <laughs> if Paul was in the studio today, he'd be looking with that frown on his face. Where's our music? He has, I a, want my he has music. a few looks. Yes, he it's does. Great. No, it's he the does. other the other day him and I were talking, and he was like, you know, I've known you 27 years. I'm like, it works two ways, buddy. Yes, that's right. But... You didn't have a speaking part in the early years. That's true. So let's That's understand true. As that. much as I don't stop talking now, yes. You know, um, let's share with everybody how they can contact us here at the studios. If you want to call in today, it's 844-999-9249, uh, New Radio Biz. Uh, you know, we have this great website, and we can download it on Apple and Google. Yep. If you have any problems whatsoever trying to do it, do it again. Yeah. Practice. Yeah, and, it's, <laughs> you know? and it will be ever-changing. And I know that in my automobile... 
I can have new radio media on my screen. Yeah, I'm so excited. That was yeah, that was a little bit of an excited thing for me. I, I've been working on that little, like, it's like, we need to do this. And it's like, okay, let's do this. And then, like, there's paperwork here and paperwork there. And you know how paperwork works in emails yes. around here. Well, yes, it does. And, and um, so finally got that taken care of. And I'm super excited. I think that's really cool to be right next to Spotify and, like, Deezer and all these other apps is going to have, like, CarPlay. I never remember what the You know, I love having Google a guest in the studio who only nods because this is great. <laughs> he means he believes everything we I mean, say is the gospel. Smile and wave, <laughs> Smile, Smile and wave. <laughs> but wait a minute. You know, our guest, before we even give him a name, is wearing a New York Rangers uh, sweater, as we say. Yeah, hockey. I am. Yeah. You know, yeah. he is. So we're going to find out more about him. So we want to welcome <laughs> Chet Morales to New Radio Media. Thank Good morning. You. Good morning. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about um, some currency, but we also understand that you are a uh, transmission engineer. Yes, I am. I work the- over at FCA automobiles working on uh, some transmissions been doing that for about three and a half years now and um you're at the big house (laughs) yeah um so i work over in auburn hills and originally i'm from new york so that's why this is a primary yeah when you when you called me there i was like who do I know with this zip code? So where in New York did you grow up? Uh, right outside the city, actually, so in Long Island. Oh, um, know it well. We have uh, clients, friends in Long Island who yeah. are now just enjoying being punished by a huge storm. Yeah, far worse than us that we got, that's for sure. So how's the family there? Are they holding up okay with this storm? <laughs> uh, they're doing okay. They haven't lost power just yet, so hopefully they'll be get- getting through no problem. Okay, so, you know, because the storms are battering the whole East Coast right now, and, uh, you know, just watching the film last night and this morning and the waves just coming over, and they're saying, well, it's low tide. I hate to see high tide. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, this starts submerging this is, the island. This is unbelievable. Well, it's like during Katrina, and you're watching that go on, and they're like, well, all these, it's like you built, the best way I've ever heard it was a comedian, was like, you built a city, it's like, putting a bowl of soup into a bigger bowl of soup and expecting not the other soup not to get into your like other bowl. It's like, okay. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it makes crazy. No sense. Horrible city planning. You know, but today uh, we're not going to talk so much about automotive, except <laughs> since I do have you in the studio and I have the luxury of leading this conversation, <laughs> where do you see autonomous cars oh boy, in a community <laughs> like this? That's funny. We just did a segment actually on uh, Bell's. Bell's um, air taxi that they're working on. Yeah? Yeah, interesting stuff. Um, Well, I know from working within the industry, a lot of our autonomous projects, uh, I mean, right now in cars that you can buy, have the ability to correct steering, have the ability to correct braking, acceleration. So there's a lot of autonomy that's already going on in vehicles today. Um, But full autonomy, like they're trying to do with Tesla and Google, are supposed to be operational and sellable, by 2025, which is kind of hard to believe. Uh, there's a lot of standards that are supposed to be changing as well with emissions and stuff like that. But autonomous vehicles alone are really going to change a lot with how we go. And it's going to go highway first because that's the easiest thing to do. And then to the hardest end of the spectrum into like a neighborhood that's fully autonomous because you have a lot of other standards, people, um, animals that can come in a highway. It's a lot more easy to predict. So 
I mean, full autonomy when you're talking from point A to point B, no matter where you want to go across the country, maybe that'll take a little bit longer. But... I've never thought about how a squirrel would affect that, but it really probably would Oh, yeah, definitely. Would a dog that's... running in the road, a child exactly. running yeah. in the road. Yeah, well, it's, it's categorized that exact way where, you know, highway is super easy to do and we can almost do it right now. It's If it's legal or not is the other thing, too. There's a lot of uh, legality if something happens with the car. If it crashes, is it the driver's responsibility? Is it the automaker's responsibility? Yeah. Well, the insurance Who companies are, are being challenged very heavily. Yeah, I was going to exactly. say, let's make a because... lobby and we can decide how that's going to be, <laughs> you know, set forward. Well, I'll tell you, you know, so it's interesting. So here you are, an automotive person. Yep. But you also decided to, you know, kind of look at the uh, cryptocurrency field. Yeah. So I think a little bit about it in my own perspective is that I like being on the leading edge of technology no matter what it is. And I think that's what kind of drove me to be an engineer. Um so a lot of people within my office, a lot of people that I knew around um, had started getting involved in this stuff. So I was always kind of interested in it. I just never really knew anything about it or believed much of it. Um, I think that's why it took me a little bit while to kind of get involved. I mean, really within the past couple of months for myself and probably a lot of other people have uh, been getting more and more involved. So. I didn't know there was anything besides Bitcoin until like two weeks ago. Exactly. Yeah. Although There's I'm like... still kicking myself in the ant. My buddy years ago, literally right when it started, he's like, "Dude, I'm doing this thing called Bitcoin. You should probably." He's like, "Put like this little bit of money in, and you'll yeah. ten years from now." And I was like, "Dude, it's not real. What are, yeah. what are you paying well, for?" And you know what's funny is I get that argument a lot. And even if it's just like me trying to explain, people ask me all the time because they know that I know things about it. And like, well, why would you ever do something that's fake, right? It's the well, same thing as regular currency. No one really knows that a lot of people, I shouldn't say no one, uh, a lot of people don't know that our dollar right now is no longer backed by anything, right? It hasn't been backed by gold for over like 40 years. So there really is no difference. I knew it's like 1975. But Bitcoin came on the market in 2009. Correct. And when it first was introduced, mm -hmm. you know, that's like anything else. It's a folly. It's a lark. Mm -hmm. um, it's not going to make it. It's not going to go anywhere. Yep. And then as time went on, it became two items. One one item it, where it really got highlighted as a ransom item. It became a ransom tool. Really? I don't think I've ever heard that. Well, Seriously. it was pretty big within the Silk Road. I yeah. think oh, I okay. Think you got to follow. I, I got gotcha. you. In the dark places online. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly correct. I mean, I think between like 2009 and like 13, maybe even a little bit before that, I forgot when the Silk Road was shut down. But... Bitcoin was utilized as the main processor between buyer and seller there um, because of the supposed anonymity of it all and the ability to not really trace anything. It seemingly was perfect for something that you didn't want to know you were buying, right? So that's where it really blossomed initially, and that's also where it got a really bad rap <laughs> from people saying, why would you ever use this? But I mean, people also use the U.S. dollar to buy drugs and horrible things. Right, right but now. when I was 19, I didn't realize that like my, the money in my wallet really isn't worth anything. Technically, well, technically, Tech, it, it's, no. it is, but it well, isn't. it is. You know, well, obviously, it, that's why it's a bank note. Like anything else, backed by a physical government. Okay, yeah, I have so much confidence in that. Physical well, government. but at the end of the day, if you turned in the dollar bill and received absolutely no return back. That would be your challenge, and you'd be upset. Oh, yeah. But by the backing of the government, you would get services, if not a physical rate of return. Which I find interesting because the government doesn't even technically own the reserve. Well, we we have partners. 
multiple Doesn't um, China own the Waldorf now? Well, China owns a lot of stuff. And the White House, yeah. (laughs) But let me explain one thing about the Constitution. If things get very ugly, the president can nationalize anything in the United States that was placed here by China, by any other government. If they nationalize it, it comes back to being ownership of the U.S. Wouldn't that really start like a world war, though? It's happened. You need to understand. When the president starts to speak that way, you'll watch how things get liquidated and come back into the U.S. holdings. Hmm. It's a cycle. It is a cycle. Well, everything's cyclical. Because China is not the largest holder of U.S. holdings. It's England, United Kingdom. I did not know that. I thought China just owned everything here. (laughs) They're getting there. They make everything here. They're working at it, but in reality, it's not China. Even film. Well, Fuji? No, I'm talking like literally <laughs> Iron Man 3 had a special scene. I got it. I got you. I got oh, it. Oh, it takes time to work with the young group it's here. It's been a long couple of days. I'm going to sleep last night, and I get a phone call from one of our employees. We need to, you need to come out here to have a meeting. We're meeting with so-and-so. And I was like, okay, fine. Pull my arm. Twist my leg. Dad mix those up. I don't know. So, you know, Chet, you, you're, you're sharing like the infancy of Bitcoin. Yeah. Okay. So as Bitcoin started to grow... In 15 seconds, how quickly did they shoot forward? Um, I mean, it was pretty steady, honestly, for the first, like, four or five years. And then I think our biggest growth was back in December, November timeframe, uh, where you were talking over a 1,000%, right? And that's when everyone started getting in, and then it had a huge dump again. Well, you know, it's, um, it's interesting because it's getting to be more of common language. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not this piece of language that just sat out there somewhere. And, uh, well, Bitcoin, yeah, sounds great. Uh, we'll worry about it when it gets well, here. Well, Litecoin sounds even fancier. Well, we're going to talk about some of those other coins, but we're going to take a break. I'm Peter Prom, along with Ian Benzman, our special guest, along with Chet here, talking about Bitcoin, new radio media. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to new radio media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. 
where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Love listening to that theme, you know. Welcome back, everybody. This is New Radio Media Talking Biz. I'm Peter Perlman, along with Ian Benzman, sitting here with Paul Benzman. And, you know, we've been talking about this Bitcoin thing, this mysterious money game that's played, you know, starting in 2009 in, like, shall we say, the dark side of, of uh, the world. So shady, I didn't even know about it. Yeah. Well, you know... You can't know everything. That's true. But no, the, in fact, I, I thrive on learning scary, what I don't but know. But this is the scary stuff. This is the stuff that, well, we're using Bitcoin for ransom. We're going to break, hack into your computers. We're going to lock you down, and you got to pay us a Bitcoin. And, and the guy said, he runs over to the accounting department. I need six Bitcoins. He says, what's a Bitcoin? I said, I don't Wanna know. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? He wants a Bitcoin. I said. Give him what he wants. I don't know where you buy it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's an ATM at the, the, the gas station on the corner on Northwestern. There's the ATM and the Bitcoin machine? No, I'm saying the Bitcoin ATM, yeah. The Bitcoin ATM. They yeah. have one here. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah right. Literally. See, with Ian, we never here. know with that look on his face. <laughs> do, I get, do I or don't I put the American Express card in to get a Bitcoin? And, yeah. Well, and what you do know, you get when you, put the, when you put the card in? What, what do you get back in return? Uh, oh, the Bitcoin? Uh, probably a big little... I don't know. I have no idea. What do they give you? Why is there a point of one? There is one, though. It's right there on the corner. I've seen it. So let's go back with Chad here. I never thought about that. And oh, let's, talk about, let, let's, ta- let's talk about, you know, this uh, invisible currency is a, in a sense <laughs> that um, it was generated, you know, back in 2009. Nobody knew about it. Um, it's taking hold in the Internet world of, yeah. of movement. and But it's not just Bitcoin, is it, Chad? No, it's not just Bitcoin anymore. There's a bunch of different cryptocurrencies. I think, like Ian was kind of saying earlier, there is about 1,500 altcoins, I believe, So currently. now it's kind of like a stock market, essentially. It is. It's really like its own stock market. And, I mean, they all have, like a stock market, their own different benefits and purposes and upsides and downsides. Um, with Bitcoin being the first originator, there's a lot of different things that are good and bad about it. Um, being the first, it obviously is leading the way. It's the strongest, uh, most valuable Bitcoin or digital currency right now. Um, but there's plenty others, like you said. Litecoin is one. Um, Ethereum is another. That's a really strong coin, and they all have different purposes in the sense that some have quicker transfer times. I mean, a lot of these things. That's their biggest, you know, benefit is that they're so quick. Uh, whereas I'm trying to wire transfer you some money takes days. Venmo There's transaction the fees. And that's even just me to you in the United States. If it was me to you in China or me to you in somewhere else in the world, right, that's even longer. Yeah. Um, Bitcoin is normally within 30 minutes. I think peak times were maybe a day when they were getting really, really, really heavy in December. But, I mean, Litecoin is within a couple minutes or less. So what about, like, I, I heard that, like, I forgot which artist, but some musician is mm-hmm. using cryptocurrency to, like, sell rights in his music or something like that. Like that? I, the only thing I've heard about it with music is actually 50 Cent. Accidentally discovered he accidentally he, just yeah, had some sitting around. Was selling out uh, al- or allowing people to buy his album, I don't know which one, um, with Bitcoin. Hmm. And with the huge spike in December, he was like, oh, look at this. I have like $200 million dollars or something. That's and how much it was. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. But here's the question, though. So somebody has Bitcoin. Yep. 
Okay. And, like me. Like you. <laughs> and, you know, there's a thing called the blockchain. Yes. Okay. So the blockchain um, records the Bitcoin, the transaction. It's basically a ledger, yes. Right. It's a ledger. So I look at it and I say I have 100 Bitcoin. Sure. Wow. E good for you. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it equals in U.S. dollars. Now someone says, I want it to equal it in U.S. dollars. I want to be paid in U.S. dollars. Sure. You go to that ATM, apparently. You're watching too many commercials. <laughs> it also wouldn't I, have I, enough money in there. I skipped the commercials. <laughs> um, what, I guess yeah, I think you were going to ask a question about if well, you I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. I'm so used to not listening to him. <laughs> well, <laughs> Just turn yeah, when, when there's a Benjamin in the seat. He yeah. is the president of New Radio Media. Oh, he boy. commands certain... <laughs> Pieces of attention. Oh, in people's contracts, I get two compliments a day. I'm kidding. That's right. <laughs> totally kidding. They do hold the door open for them. I believe near it. the stairwell. Oh, the first when <laughs> the first time Jake ever served me, I was like, no, no, don't do that. Do not serve me. I that's that's my dad. Do that's not right. serve me. But how do we? How do we? You know, we always look at it. I go to a currency exchange in Birmingham, Michigan. Sure. I'm going to travel around the world, which I do next week. Mm -hmm. So I want Swiss francs. I give an American dollar. I get XYZ Swiss francs. Okay. I have a Bitcoin. I want to turn it into a U.S. dollars. Uh, okay. My first question would be why? Are you trying to buy something here that you need U.S. dollars in? I, think I, I just want to try, try to understand for our viewers at New Radio Media, mm -hmm. how does a transaction physically work? On a, sure. on a currency exchange, okay. if one does exist that way. So there are a few. Um, I don't think there's nearly as many physical ones as there are digital now. Um, there are <laughs> ATMs that are popping up all over the place. I don't think any of them really have enough money within themselves to say transfer 10, 150 uh, Bitcoin because of how much value they are. But uh, what you could do very easily is all digitally. Uh, there's a lot of these what's called digital wallets um, okay. on your phone, on your laptop, whatever they may be. You have Bitcoin within them, just like a physical wallet has mm -hmm. dollars in them. And you can actually link a bank account. You link a checking account, whatever it may be. Uh, a very big one of these is called Coinbase. Um, I've heard of that. Yeah, Coinbase was one of the first. I believe it is actually American-based as well. Um, companies that is blossoming and it's really really um easy to use and mainstream i'll call it and i think that's one of the big things that helped bitcoin and cryptocurrency itself um, become as popular as it is because it's so easy to obtain mm -hmm. um, in the sense that it's literally downloading an app on your phone um, making a user login and whatnot making some security so you can't get hopefully hopefully have your money taken um and you link a bank account, a credit card, whatever so it's like it may a stock, be. A stock app almost. Pretty much. Like but I still stocks. have to give, I have to use my currency, U.S. currency, to buy a Bitcoin. Any other physical currency. So, yes, uh, you so, could use U.S. dollars. So I mean, let's stay in the U.S. because here's where sure. we are. We're in the U.S. <laughs> so Hold the phone. No, sorry. <laughs> gotcha. Well, you're very good, though. I like that. <laughs> so... How many U.S. dollars mm -hmm. does it take to get one Bitcoin? Currently, I believe the value is $11,461. However, the beauty of it, unlike stocks, is you don't have to buy in whole numbers. So you don't have to buy one Bitcoin. Uh, it's very rare. I can buy an eighth. I can buy a quarter. I can buy a third. Yeah, it's, it's very small decimal percentages. I think I own maybe... 
0.004 Bitcoin, something similar like that, right? Um, and that's with all cryptocurrency. Um, right. So there are some that are very cheap, 30 cents, 50 cents, whatever. You buy multiples of those. And Bitcoin itself, because it's so extremely uh, valuable, most people only buy percentages. When didn't, they, didn't they split it off into a second? There's like two types of Bitcoin now or something like that? Uh, normally the term I think you're looking for is altcoin. Maybe I could have swore someone told me that Bitcoin itself like has a second type of Bitcoin. I mean, you would know way more than I um, would. The extent of I mean, my there's a lot is, of other coins you know. that use the word Bitcoin in them. There's Bitcoin Cash. There's Bitcoin I Gold. Think that's what I. So yeah, Bitcoin I became like Kleenex or Xerox. Okay. It yes. Bitcoin a, is the original like a branding to branding title. Correct. To a physical item. Yes, and a lot of other. Uh, I'll call them companies because normally these coins are backed by some sort of foundation or whatever that try and strive to make the coin more usable and um, brought to other banks and whatnot. They use the term Bitcoin um, because it's the founder. So there's okay. Bitcoin Cash and Gold. There's Ethereum, which is well known. There's Ethereum I've, Classic. I've heard of that one. The, well, the, the first there's one, also, yeah. you know, with Bitcoin, you know, for example, um, I want to use Peter Thiel's foundation. He, his, his founders fund mm-hmm. put three million in, but he never took the money as much as he d- did the uh, infrastructure to Bitcoin. Yeah, the blockchain, like you were saying. Right, so that he could have a stronger control. The issue that, or the concern, I think that a lot of listeners would have is, and this is where there's experts all around the world, and everybody will have a different opinion. It's cash out time. You know, how does it work? How does it work? How do I walk away with my U.S. dollars? And I completely agree. And that was my biggest holdup for the longest time, right? And I did a lot of research within the first month, first month and a half of how does this work? How many ways can I do it? Um, And unless I see somebody or know somebody who says, yeah, I actually put money in and got more or less out. But is that a Ponzi scheme, too? See, that's the other question of the day that everybody looks at is, okay, let's build a pyramid. Sure. You know, we'll keep bringing it up and bringing it up. Um, and that triggers the old, is it a Ponzi scheme, pyramid scheme? Where... I mean, if you're talking about the entire cryptocurrency as a whole, that's just ridiculous. There's no way that that's a Ponzi scheme. Well, I know there that's what multiple... journalists and economists are now playing. You know, that's that was the big tactics that they wanted to use one time. And then out of, um, you know, the Central Bank of Estonia, it got mm-hmm. to be a very big issue, and the challenges took place And I over would agree there. that there's definitely companies out there, and there's, um, I'll call them Ponzi schemes out there, that say, hey, you, you pay us this amount for some sort of contract or loan or whatever, and we promise to give you X number of uh, earnings uh, every day, every month, whatever it may be, and those... Uh, definitely could have some sort of so they're kind of like they're like pitching themselves almost as a like a stock trader for Bitcoin, but not really actually doing it. Even worse, actually, right. because they what they do is they say, "Hey, you give me this much money, and I put it into my own coin or my own oh, okay. whatever kind of cryptocurrency." Right. And because of the volatility of it all, which is another big concern a lot of people have, is we'll pay out a percentage in interest. I loan you a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. I'll give you. One percent on top of your investment towards me, right? Okay. Now, a lot of these things can make people very rich really quick, but the companies themselves may not be legitimate. And I personally have lost some money to one of them. Okay. Uh, so and there the other are problem those is schemes. you see the Security and Exchange Commission has a very tough time on this. Right. Well, because yeah, I, I know even well, outside of the, it's, a, it's it's not a regulated item. Well, even outside of the country, like what happened with China? Like China 
outlawed a lot of it. Yeah. Hilariously enough, China has some of the biggest mining infrastructures, which is what backs the blockchain, like we brought up before. So, yeah, there is a lot of things going on with that. This honestly is a very huge topic, that's for sure. There's a lot of things going on with it, and it's becoming a lot more mainstream. Well, how excited did I get when I found out you were (laughs) were at my mom's wedding? And and we came up, and I was like, you got to come on, you got to come on the show. (laughs) Yeah, it was funny. We were just walking by, and this guy happened to be on a computer in the lobby, and he was looking up blockchain and looking up a whole bunch of cryptocurrencies. It's like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's a unique subject. It's a subject that uh, we're going to definitely have to have you come back into the studio. You know, <laughs> let, we, we take a look every quarter and kind of say, okay, you know, when you first joined us, we were in the infancy stage of mm-hmm. understanding. We okay. kind of do it yep. that way. Now, the next quarter, here we are. We understand, you know, we've given everybody a little history of Bitcoin to our listenerships at New Radio Media, Talking Biz. And, and now then we introduce them to our type of Bitcoin and start getting them to do invest. And now we start, <laughs> well, but you start, you start to move up and the, as the... New Radio Media coin. The, <laughs> no, what you will get is Hanukkah, Gelt, and chocolate. <laughs> I'm fine with that. That's my favorite holiday. <laughs> That'll be your Bitcoin. I'm cool with that. I'll trade Gelt. And everybody will say, where'd it go? It melted. (laughs) (laughs) Part of your investment package. But I I think it's important that over a year we study it, and quarterly we bring an update to our listeners. Plus, I know Paul's going to want to pick his mind. Well... That'll be what it is, but it's. Um, I'm here to pick. I need to come to here pick. more we're often. We're here to mine. Sure. Actually, is the uh, term mine. But I, uh, I know you'd like that. <laughs> but you know, we're going to. Uh, I think it's great, Chet, that you're. You know, you joined us in the studio today. Yes, I also, to show that. So, well, you know, a couple things. We talked about autonomous cars in the future. We're talking about a new kind of uh, lifestyle of currency for the future, and new radio media again is the future in digital platforms. So you know what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in two minutes. We're going to keep you in the studio. And this is New Radio Media. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. It's an entertainment channel on new radio media dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com.
It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Peter Perlman, along with Ian Bensman, the president of New Radio Media, and sitting in with us, Chet Moratis. Uh, you know, we were talking about Bitcoin, and but you know, you came in with a hockey sweater, as we call it, because you know we grew up in Detroit. You know, you're hockey one of the origi- you are one of the original six. This is true. I am. So and I like to wear a lot of original six stuff. I get both my teams on there. So well, okay. <laughs> so it's important that everybody understands the original six. Yeah, this is true. So yeah. let's have a countdown: the Detroit Red Wings, Boston Bruins, the uh, Chicago Blackhawks, Toronto Maple Leafs, and uh, Montreal Canadiens. Montreal Canadiens. Yep. Okay. And then the Rangers. <laughs> and the Rangers, yeah. yes. But as long as you're not a Blackhawks fan or a Bears fan. <laughs> Ooh, you know, listen to you. So. I love Chicago as a city. I, you know, I lived there for a little bit, and mm-hmm. I love the city. I don't know. My son says, why do they call it the Windy City? Bowling Green has more wind <laughs> well, it's, than I, Chicago. I, I, found, I found out why. <laughs> he says, my, well, when we I, know when why. I lived, well, I didn't, though. It's when a I, political term. Yeah, I didn't know that until I lived there. I didn't know. I had no so, idea. Sh- all right, so share with everybody very quickly. Yeah, I don't think I know this. So when it's when it's really cold out and you're walking down the street, no, um, no. it's it's a very shady city politically wise. It's a hmm. very corrupt. At least it was, and they called it the Windy City because people would come in and out so quickly, like they came in on a breath of wind, or someone told, huh. told me like that, or something like that. But it is, it is really windy in the winter, and it's very cold. Yes, yeah, I didn't know but that not, either. But not why? Uh, no, I I love that city to death. I can't stand the sports fans from Chicago. I was oh, wearing yeah. my Red Wings jersey once. Someone threw a half-eaten egg McMuffin at me while I was no walking way. down the street. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Well, the good news is you had breakfast. That's true. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I, I looked to see if he had bitten out of it before right. I decided not to eat it. <laughs> so Fair let's enough. talk for a few minutes. I mean, you're, you know, you grew up on Long Island. Yep. Born you, and raised. You, all right. So here you are in the beautiful metro Detroit area working mm-hmm. and everything. And you see the new... Um, Little Caesars Arena here. Yes, I've been there. I got uh, partial season tickets. <laughs> All right, that was so, great, though. So here's the here's the question. Um, I grew up with Olympia here in Detroit, mm-hmm. so I'm really old time hockey, um, the way it went, and how we would go down on Sundays to Carl's Chop House. We would eat, then we would go over to the arena, see the game, get a snack on the way home. Mm-hmm. Then Joe Lewis came, which to me was like the the cold cavern of <laughs> hockey. It just was not an engaging place to be, especially parking and going through all the tubes. Oh, yeah, the parking was, there, yeah. that was yeah. the most wacky thing. And then comes the new arena. The dojo. Well, but, you know, the new arena, like a lot of cities, um, you walk up Main Street and you walk in. Yeah, and there's a lot of entrances to it as there's well. So but there, it's a lot more open feeling than the Joe Lewis, that's for sure. Yeah. I think the Joe definitely got... Uh, a really strong following and fan passion oh, yeah. because of those weird oddities, you know, walking through the tubes and everything like that. Um, but I really, I'm super impressed with the it's little Caesars really Arena. Not, it's it's nice kind of like arena. Ford Field, but more wide open. So how would you look at it, though, as a hockey finishado, uh, shall we say, somebody who really enjoys hockey, mm-hmm. to, all right, let's go to New York. Let's go to Madison Square <laughs> oh, Garden. Oh, come on. You can't even compare no. now with that. Well, look, I, I was in <laughs> Toronto at the old Maple Leaf Gardens, mm-hmm. you know, you walked in, you were at main level, and you went, you know, you went down or you went up because depending on where, how, where things were located. Um, and that was never the way at Joe Lewis. 
Joel Lewis was just not that way, like what I call city city street arenas. Yeah, no, it's yeah. one level. It's like right? in the corner. It's like in the corner downtown. Like it was the out worst of the way. Of Get the it out of the way. Get it the, out of the way. This city has like the worst use of the waterfront. I think. <laughs> well, it's coming back. The Millican Park Walkway now. Um, yeah, over by it, the Ren Center, they have a lot well, more Well, that way, all the way to Belle Isle today yeah. is so much more enhanced than it ever Absolutely. has been. And I, and I think that part, once they make a decision on what to do with the old Joel Lewis, because the hotel is not conducive, they've just been arguing that back and forth, mm. and that'll, that'll be a They'd be more apartments, really. Depends. Uh, you, you, you don't have a good walking neighborhood to the east. That's true. And until you can define a few things, because you've got that, you've got a bridge, it's just not a positive There's atmosphere. There's nothing near that bridge. So you well, have to you make have some Kobo decisions. Center too, right? so you well, the be Kobo Center's dead center. That's like the nucleus. So yeah, if but you I mean, have it's a right nucleus. next to Joe Lewis. Yeah, but if you go the other way of Joe Lewis, you're yeah. going not where you want to go. This yeah. is fair. I mean, that's the only that's the big challenge of the day. So do you turn it into parkland and other mm-hmm. things like that? But let's go to uh, Madison Square Gardens. Sure. How, as a child growing up. <laughs> And going, what was? How old were you when you first went to Madison Square Garden? That uh, you can remember? Um, I think I was ten actually, and it was an Islanders game that they were playing. So, uh, a bunch of my family and a bunch of my friends, being from Long Island, are Islanders fans. Um, and I don't know why. I think I just initially was never really big into watching hockey until maybe my early teens, and. I primarily watched hockey with one of my friend's families, and they were all Rangers fans. And because of that, I became a diehard Rangers fan as well. So it was really interesting because throughout me growing up, my parents were always, oh, why are you a Rangers fan, blah, blah, blah. But they didn't really watch hockey as much, so what does it matter? Um, Going to the Madison Square Garden, though, um, I will never forget one of the coolest things ever is that on the outside of the arena, they'll normally project like ginormous yeah like screens almost on the outside of the arena so just walking up you know coming out of Penn Station walking down to Madison Square Garden right. it's um, so cool. is incredible oh, it is. it's great yeah. Yeah. and then you it's go great. in there and um it's just like mind blowing everything have you been there since they remodeled it uh once i've only been there once since they remodeled it i mean i moved out here about three and a half years ago so it was like right after remodeling okay. um so i've only been there a few times after that but even when it was old, so to speak, back then, it was still incredible. So, I mean, just the ambiance of the city outside of it, and then once you get into the arena, the arena's size, the, the, everything was laid out really, really differently. And it's, like you said, it's not one level or two levels. It's just kind of you walk in. I think now they have escalators going I up. Sat, I they sat do, in those gondola do. seats, they actually, the Chase right. gondola seats. Similar to how now Little Caesars Arena oh, is. Oh, no, the ones there the are separate. way nicer, actually. <laughs> Well, no, the ones in, in Madison Square Garden, right. their gondola seats are like the ones that really could, nice. we were at a game, and he, <laughs> literally I could point them out down there, and we're sitting up here, and my sister took my sister took a picture, and I took a picture of like it was really funny. But it is the the you know this is the one thing that that cities um, sometimes lose their balance with uh, sports teams. For they, sure. They want to build this monstrosity. They want to build this great palace or whatever, great term. but That ties back into our Olympics conversation, actually. It does. And they forget the basic consumer coming in. How do you make it a warm, inviting atmosphere so they want to come back? Yeah. And And that is a season ticket holder. Yeah. Because the pricing is so hefty. Oh yeah, and they and the lion, like the lions, well, I know. They had we, a horrible losing season. They just what four point three percent went yeah, up or something like that. Yeah, we paid our tickets already. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so you know what can I say? The time has flown by. Um, 
We want to thank Chet for joining us, talking about Bitcoin, a little bit about hockey, automotive. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Ian, that first hour, welcome back in, you know, as president yeah. of New Radio Media. Thank for you. Paul in Cleveland, have a great time wherever you are. We're looking for a phone call. We're going to be back on the other uh, second hour here at New Radio Media. We're going to take a break. I'm Peter Perlman, and this is Talking Biz. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. And welcome to the second hour of Talking Biz on New Radio Media. Uh, if you just joined us, I like to use the term newradiomedia.com. Dot com. Dot com. You can find us, of course, on the Google uh, App Store yep. and the Apple Store. I want to see if we're available on Peach. What? The Peach Store. You got an Apple store. Oh, gosh. You can't. I was like, I've never I, heard of that company I, I, before. I, you know, it's so nice to have Ian Benzman, the president of New Radio Media, in the studio. Um, well, there's we Mango Language, at, you know. I, well, I know. We have Mango. I mean, we have all these fruits and nuts out there. And then there's us in the studio. Some nuts in here, too, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we have a great cast helping us to put the show together today. Oh, yeah. So why don't you, as president of the company, say hello to everybody in our studio so and, doing thank, our, uh... and say hi to everybody. You can actually mention their name. But I was going to say, because if you, if you ask... Never mind. Um, <laughs> show me so, how you do that. Our sound, our sound our person on sound right now is Ashley. <laughs> Um, very good, very good. Yeah, um, I go to the uh, the next room to my left. <laughs> and then in our phone booth is uh, Kelsey, and on video right now is Tony. And then I think uh, Frank, Frank is next to Tony, right, Frank? Yeah, no, okay. it's Jake, Jake, Jake. Jake. His name's Jake. We have a we have a nice rapport. Well, you know, it's it's great. And as we shared in the first hour here at the Talking Biz, um, 
a lot of uh, our staff came from two great facilities. Yeah. And we want to thank, you know, all the great educators that helped to make, you know, people come and grow. Absolutely. I, I, my, I have a teacher like that. Absolutely. I have my English teacher in high school. Um, I, I don't think I ever got higher than a C in her class. Um, my mom was always worried. And she asked her, like, point blank, like, what's up? And, and my teacher goes, honestly, the second Ian's out of school, he'll be fine. And then my mom was a little less worried. But um, she actually ended up writing my college recommendation. I still keep in touch with her. She was a huge mentor for me. Um, I definitely have a handful of teachers like that who were very big part of where so I'm at now. So one of the things you're sharing with me right here is that it may be that your mentor should be a guest on one of your shows. I could ask her that. I wonder if she, wonder if she teaches in North I think that you should think more along the line of um, an hour of having a mentor show. All right, and that's a good idea. <laughs> write that down. Yeah, write that down. Write that Someone down. write that down. I want an hour. We'll put it on my show. giant board of stuff. I, I, I honestly think that in the on the on the Biz Channel, we could probably do the Mentors Hour. That, I, I think everyone. And, it'd be cool to get pairs of people and, right, and cool. bring them in. We have our. You know, we'll have a. No, seriously, uh, a someone write host. this down. <laughs> but I think a Mentor Hour, uh, because we all have mentors. <laughs> I know that in my office, I have a, three photos of three individuals from a different part of my life. Uh, were mentors of mine. Uh, but, I mean, my number one mentor was my dad, automatically. My two brothers um, kind of guided me right along all the time. And then um, and then we've always had great partners in business. Um, Paul, a great partner of mine in uh, New Radio Media. And when Paul and I were at ESPN together, and Paul and I getting coffee together, um, <laughs> you know, what can I say? Yeah. But But it's... Interesting, when I was in high, middle school, I guess junior high, but they called it middle school back then. Cause There's still there. some junior high Well, school. they called them actually kindergarten through ninth in Detroit Public Schools, K-9. K-9. And we had a uh, math teacher, Mrs. Chirac, and I'll never forget, she had a sign below the clock. Time will pass, will you? <laughs> and she actually became our math mentor because she made certain that you understood math without the calculators, the slide rules. So later in math life, math was bad for me. I was never good at math. I mean, but this, she was the best. She was the best, and uh, I like to think I'm the, the sum of all my parts. I'm, I'm where I am now because of where I've been. You know. Okay. okay. So where have you been? <laughs> That's a long story. <laughs> well, you know, I want to talk about a couple of things. Number one. And this is interesting. Yeah, if Paul was in the studio today, and you can take the role of Paul for this. Okay. Okay. You know Cole's department store? Yes. And you know Aldi's, the German grocer? Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think about a partnership between the two of them? Like going and get clothes and getting food? Well, like how a, about like Cole's is going to close a number of their stores to a point. They're going to shrink them, mm-hmm. and they're going to put Aldi's next to them. Hmm. To I mean, generate a new trade group, it's 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 uh it's not a bad idea. It's kind of like the Girl Scout cookie chick who stands outside the medical dispensary. You like sells her cookies. Well, sugar's great, isn't it? And then we'll no, do it's your, not. And then we'll do your blood work. Now I was gonna say it's not though. Honestly, <laughs> I, I I cut out sugar for a good eight months and I felt You're, immensely better. Well, for those that don't really know you, yes, we've seen a different size of you. Oh, yes, that's that's the best way to put it. Yeah, about 140 pounds or so heavier. Well, the old expression was you were short for your weight. Sure. Let's be nice about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, but Cole figures that if we can take 
you know, 1,200 square feet, that's what an Aldi store needs, and we can make our stores more unique on the other side, we can bring a bigger traffic pattern versus those, you know, they keep going. Everybody's saying, Internet, we're going to shop here, we're going to do this. But now we're getting two people together uh, to share and to join in. I've always really liked, I I guess I'm weird for my age group. I like having physical stuff. I like buying physical things. I like, like, I, I don't. I don't. I like streaming. It's convenient as hell. But I still like physically having a movie well, or buying like, a record. I like or... the wandering game. I like to wander through. Stores. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> and see that to me is that's good. that's my dad's. That's uh, that's yes, Paul's thing. Yes, we know. We know it. He that's and Paul's I have done thing. a lot of wandering together. Yeah. And uh, and it's great. And uh, so we, we kind of look at that. Um, so your age category. Yeah. Okay. And we, Which seems we, to get we broader had, all the but, time. But we had a poll in here last week a little bit about where people shop, how much shop online how many you gro- where you go grocery shopping we had this discussion if you remember ash so you know it's funny you said grocery shopping because that's the one thing i've actually switched i tried that shipped thing that they deliver it to you because like i get home at like 11 o'clock at night i'm not gonna go to meyer and they'll deliver it like you will put your order in they come an hour later and they drop it off and you have strawberries i mean i, I my son does that i mean I, I go down to school and, and, and i look at the visa bill i said what is this delivery 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 it really saves said, time it does not I mean, money but time well I'll, I'll agree that i mean he he's busy with school and he's with the baseball team well just the last thing i want to do after being here from six to nine and then go and have a meeting or something is go shopping at 11 o'clock at night and then clean my place and then blah 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 and take care of the cats and i'd rather just have my groceries there i don't know if that's lazy but well yeah but what about sun- one day shopping you know like you know your parents one time or another sunday shopping everybody yeah. went out sunday shopping yeah oh yeah i used to yeah all the time with my mom to grocery store um you know it's it's interesting how i feel like the, the technology in every aspect not just not just in cell phones and entertainment um really affects the sociological side of things do you honestly think that we're going to um give up our right to walk through stores and pick up and no, absolutely not. And I, like I said, I there's always going to be people who want to buy. Like, look, that vinyl's making a comeback. Well, it, well for the last couple of years. Well, listen, but. I, I made a call to a, a big time store called Finders, Founders, Finders, Founders. They're in uh, down in Ohio. Okay. And when I first went into their store, vinyl's very, very big. And Ohio we, has some really good. And I stores. invited him to join us at New Radio Media. Uh, on Talking Biz, uh, but he was leaving town. But he's he's got like two stores have been you know he took down a wall, mm-hmm. broadened out on Main Street down in Bowling Green, and um, he was the first store I went into that had a number of turntables, you know. And that is one thing a lot of record stores don't actually in Royal Oak they do, but a lot of other ones. Well, see, I started off with Carl Tom when I worked for A and M Records way mm-hmm. back when, um, and. Harmony House was the hitter. I, I next on Orchard Lake Road well, next no, to no, that no, came no, or, no, 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 I'm no. saying for me oh, growing that, up. Well, yeah. that was full. That was Full Moon Records or not? Full no, Moon. it was Harmony was, House. Well, Harmony House came in later, but you had. We'll come back to that. Let's right. go to here from. So Carl Tom was at Nine Mile and John R. That was his primary store. So we would bring different people, recording artists, in to autograph, play the music, you know, a little bit of this, and then have the concerts at night mm-hmm. down at uh, either, back then, Olympia. Later on, we did the Silver Dome. Um, and the Palace hadn't even come around yet. I still can't believe how quickly they got in and out of that building. 
Right. That's like a really that's in in sports arena terms that is a young building. Yeah, but I just say you know so we watch it so then we go down into these little um, communities and record shops and that's what they call are huge mm-hmm. and just amazing to see everything that was forty years ago. And when he and I were talking. We talked about because Best Buy got is now getting rid of all of their CDs. Yeah, I saw that. I'm a little so bummed. So that was one of the reasons I made a call down to Greg at uh, his store. I still like buying I have my CD booklet in my but car. But he said, and he, and he was right, he said that Best Buy killed it themselves. When you give it away to such a degree, don't expect it to be there tomorrow. Well, look at Amazon. Or not Amazon, sorry. <laughs> Barnes, and, Barnes and Noble. What's the first thing you see when you walk in their store? Exactly. Who wants to buy a, a, uh, an electronic device when I want to buy a hardcover book? Right, but they killed themselves by well, when you, right when you walk in the door. Now in New this. York, thank God, they moved it away from the front door on Fifth Avenue. Probably a smart thing. Uh, took it to the lower level. Uh, star, you know, their coffee shop is upstairs, still packed in there, and uh, the place is packed. Yeah. But then you go down uh, off of Thirty Fourth, and Amazon bookstore is there. Oh, I didn't and know that. And it's like 5,000 square feet of that. Mm-hmm. It's stark looking. Mm-hmm. And as Paul would say, well, Peter, all they want you to do is to come in, kind of look, get an idea, and then, of course, go online and buy it. Yeah. And I said, but it misses the, the ambience. Yeah. The books, when they're first published, have a unique smell to yeah. them, the leather, uh, the way it's bound. Later I on, just when, bought a couple when we add coffee shops inside of them later on, and Borders was like one of the first around here, long mm-hmm. before anybody. And then, and then came the Barnes and Nobles of the world. Um, it became a gathering place, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that was great. We've lost the gathering place, as well as the material piece. That's true. It's, it's funny for as much as people are on their phones nowadays, people don't use their phones, like as a phone. Yeah, you know? phone it became like the third item yeah. of the usage. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So Who the, uses a phone to call people now? It's like hang I was talking to someone the other day. Hanging up is literally just an expression now. Kids under a certain age have never actually physically hung up a phone. What have they done? They pushed the end button. Oh. Okay. I'm saying. Now like, yeah. we're old fashioned because we have hard wire in our house okay. for phones. We had a power outage. And everything went dead, but not my phone. Yeah. My hardwire phones worked. That's that's. I mean, and I, I called Edison know. and I said, "We have no power." <laughs> and they called us back to give us the timetable. Yeah. Which had my battery died on the cell phone, I wouldn't have had that luxury on yeah. my mobile device. Yeah. No. And, I, 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 and outside of transistor radio, by the way, so I could listen to. You know. I actually I have a little. I have a drawer in my house that has the, the essential. If you know the modern technology goes way of the dodo, kind of. Now my and and my transistor radio because you know I like to camp and everything, I have a crank so I can power it up if my battery dies. You know, you can just crank it up, and I, you know, go through that little magnetic field to get my juice going again. Hey, so it's great. So, talking about all these things, TV, Netflix. Yeah, Netflix just uh, is coming out with an eight-episode series. Okay, called Flinttown. Yeah, I had a, a couple of friends who worked on that. Okay, so why don't you bring us up to date? First of all, 
Netflix, new radio media. Yes. Are we on a, a path like Netflix? Or are we beyond it's interesting. Netflix? I've been actually been fielding that question a lot this week in terms of other mediums as well, like podcasting. Right. Um, so podcasting is a term I was yelled at. Yes, we are trying to uh, get that meeting, out of our vocabulary. We had a meeting and, and someone says, don't ever use that See, term we, again. Here's this is what this is what we're trying. We encompass podcasts. We encompass the best of Hulu. Well, right now, we want to aim to lo, you know hit the local market hard. But our goal is to encompass the best of Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, internet streaming, radio, and podcasting. So we so are to the say digital platform. We are a digital platform. Yes, original entity. streaming programming. Entertainment. Right. It, we so to say that we don't do podcast is absolutely a misnomer, but it's. But what does podcast not, technically mean? It's what we're doing now without video, basically. Nothing. Yeah. So we shouldn't talk. No, I'm saying it's. We it's, should just stand, sit here and everybody stare at sign the language. Show. Hey, yeah, yep. sign language. It looks good. Ooh. Yeah, you know. Okay. Let's run to second base. Um, right. But uh, so you know we. I, we don't compete. They're, it's it's interesting. It's under our purview, but it's it's not. They're not our competitor. You know, um, I kind I kind of see. It's 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 really interesting to have to like explain to someone why that is. But in layman terms, give it to the give it to the listener very simply. This is, but we're called New Radio Media for yeah. a reason. Yes, absolutely. Okay. When so and talking about everything being cyclical. Right. The way we looked at this is, you know, radio and TV. There's a reason they are cornerstones of the world and they you know they it's funny how tv was affected by radio as much as the next step is being affected by tv and you look at how things are similar and things are different and you look what didn't work and you look what did work and you try to avoid those same pitfalls so it's not that the models of those things are inherently flawed they just never modernize so we're trying to take the best aspects of everything everyone's getting nowadays it which is called new media which mm -hmm. is actually a happy coincidence right. but um, you know, we, we want to be new radio. What's new radio? It's what we do. That's what we want it. Okay. We want to coin that. So Netflix comes out with Flint Town. Yeah. All right. Eight episodes. <laughs> What's involved for a, a Netflix or a new radio media to do a show like that? A lot of work. Um, well, it's, so it's interesting. I have this conversation, you know, my background's in film. So I have this conversation with people a lot, you know, people don't realize when you go watch a movie, they're there for an hour and a half. That's four or five months of work, if not longer, you know, by bunches and bunches and bunches of people. So when, you know, we're doing a show. Wait a minute. I just thought they were sitting in scout cars driving around I, like reality. I have been paid to do that. Yes, absolutely. But no, reality is the most fake programming there is. They started calling it docutainment now because people are getting on their cases about that. Okay. But basically, you know, when it's something scripted, you got to come up with a script and you got to break it down. And you got to find, you got to put a budget together. You got to find the money for the budget. You schedule the shootout. You hire the crew on. You do all the paperwork, like location agreements and deal memos and all that jazz. And, you know, if you're shooting on a location, you got to get location insurance and all that stuff. It's It varies by project. So, um, like this Tuesday at 6 p.m., Geektainment Channel, get it to the geeks. We've been working on that for seven months now, something like that. To get it going, we got four episodes in the can. I'm ecstatic. I got to watch the first one uh, the other day. I'm so excited to show it to everyone. Okay, so, but I want to wrap this little piece up. Yeah. So, you look at a Netflix, or you look at uh, Amazon has its own programming coming out. Oh, yeah. And New Radio Media has its own programming coming out. How will the masses... I guess that's the big question, mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about that when we come back from a break in a little bit. But how will think the, I go on for that? How for will the masses be able to know that it's available and understand 
that they can just get it on a download or they could get it, you know. Well, it's interesting you ask that, and we'll go more detail after the break. Up, yeah, but, but um, I want you to think about that part. Yeah. Okay, that's number one. Number two, um, and I guess I should really do this because if people want to call in on this, it's, it's going to be important that they want to ask. If you want to join us, call us at 844-999-9249. Um, check us out on uh, Apple and Google stores uh, to download us at New Radio Media. Send a pigeon to North, um, yeah, you know, carrier yeah. pigeon. Carrier pigeon's yeah. always good. We take um, ravens. But this is an important piece on how we are found. We're going to be back on the other side. I'm Peter Perlman along with Ian Benzman sitting in for Paul Benzman. This is Talking Biz. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. And welcome back, everybody. I'm Peter Perlman, along with Ian Benzman, sitting in for uh, Paul Benzman today, Ian being the president of New Radio Media. And we're kind of uh, talking about our kickoff coming up on March the 6th and, you know, the challenges of a two-and-a-half-year-old company in the making um, coming on board. You know, a lot of things have happened uh, in the last couple of months, and we're moving forward. 48 hours. 48 hours. That's 48 hours. Crazy stuff's been happening. It's it's a daily thing now. It's really cool. It's surreal. Well, whenever we do a countdown in business, you know, the staff gets excited, the staff gets nervous, the staff gets frustrated, and the staff gets pissed. Why? Because everybody wants it to be perfect. Absolutely. No, that's one thing I'm finding out is that is um, a lot of the tension that has arisen. Um, over the however long is strictly because people care so much about how they think it should go, and that makes me pretty happy, honestly. Regardless of having to deal with some tension, some sometimes, um, but every, everyone 
really clicked here, honestly. Well, it's interesting, too, because when we look back, and it's always great to look back, um, yeah. because Monday morning quarterbacks, they get paid a lot of money and never have to take a hit. Yeah. Best yeah. part of the bit. And when you when back you, of quarterbacks, the best job in football. Got it. I love the clipboard, Frank. And you can pay me a lot of money. But at the end of the day, um, new radio media has investors that we have to uh, respond to and keep them abreast of what's going on. Yeah. We have a young, aggressive staff that wants to grow in a new business. Uh, for the future and be on the ground floor and move up the ladder. Yeah. Uh, the old expression used to be the secretary at McDonald's when she started. Uh, they couldn't pay her. So as she stayed with the company and then retired, she realized she had all this stock in McDonald's mm-hmm. and was just overwhelmed by its. Yeah, it's been really cool. There's absolutely, we can look back at the last however long and pick benchmarks and points where like this person came on and you can see the progress of that point. And, well, like, I can remember the getting out of the meetings that we talked about at my office, but then having our business meetings in our conference room here at New Radio Media and uh, some of the heavy challenges in the room and the uh, watching facial expressions or people not talking to people uh, in the beginning and having to say to somebody, let's get on the same page here Mm -hmm. and let's not worry about territory. Growing pains. Growing pains. But it's, it's the old line, it's my territory, don't cross over into my boundary line. This is not a union shop, yeah. everybody. This is one where everybody learns from the neighbor to their right or their Absolutely. left. Absolutely. It's um, funny you say that. I, a quote I say all the time now, I, just, I heard it for the first time maybe six months ago, is that Michael Jordan never lost. He won and he learned. That's a great way to put it. It's a very That's kind of how I've been trying to approach so, things. So as president of, of a company... And working with your contemporaries, because Paul and I are not your contemporaries by any means, okay? Um, and then our senior VP, Buzz Van Hooten, is yeah. not a contemporary. And our new program director, um, Bill McAllister, technically is not your contemporary. Technically. Technically by age. I mean, I'm looking at age, you know. I'm yeah. looking at age locks and stuff. I'm a, like I said, though, I'm weird for my age. I kind of yeah. click wherever I need to click. But we understand. But... You weren't in business for yourself before. And being placed into a position where you have to share with others. Placed. I fought for this position. <laughs> I fought very hard for this position. Right. But you, but you still had to, have, you had to present your goals and objectives mm-hmm. like we do in any business plan. Yep. We edit the business plan as we go along. Yeah. Oh, we are technically. So where I was expecting to be in year two. Correct. Where we're, we are, in terms of operationalize, like from launch, we're there. It's crazy. It's crazy in year two, but are we? But in your mind, when you were going through the mechanics of it, are you behind or are you? No, I meant I, my timeline starts Tuesday. Oh, so or six months did, ago, maybe six months ago is when I was my timeline say, starts. So two and a half years ago, when you were in my office, that's my clock. Yeah, well, see, for me, it's the uh, it's a lot of the operational and bringing the people in and having like you know when we first came in, we just kind of had a. It was at first it was just us, and then it was us, Buzz and RD, and then all of a sudden there's a bunch of us, and there has to be organization, and there has to be a flow, and there has to be a system for things to go in the right direction, and make sure someone doesn't quote unquote step in someone else's lane or this or that. So if you if, if a new if a, a brand new employee comes in, yeah, and they're saying we want you to meet the president of New Radio Media, mm-hmm. and you could only give them one sentence. About our company or general? As a welcome coming in. They're a brand new employee. They just brought him into your room, and they said, 
Here is Ashley. She's a brand new employee, and you're only allowed to say one sentence. What would you say? Hi, I'm Ian. Thanks for coming in. I don't. Would you? No, I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. I don't know if I only had one sentence. One sentence only. That's tough for me. I talk a lot. Um, <laughs> um, I'm aware. No, I'm fully aware I'll, how I'll, much I'll, I don't shut up. Well, no, this is this is. Um, this is probably thank I probably thank them for joining the team and like. Just be. I. I. I'm a big, big team guy. I. I, I want to make movies. I want to write and direct. But even if I'm directing, there's a reason everyone's there. So, it, I'm going to come back to my question in a minute. So mm-hmm. you build this team. Does that mean everybody gets a uniform with their name on the back? Yeah, we not? have we have matching jackets and a theme song. We meet on Tuesdays. Yeah, what do yeah. you do on those Tuesdays? Get tacos. Is it a kumbaya meeting? No, it's tacos. Tacos. It's mostly just tacos. Tacos. Yeah. No, we actually we've been joking about actually starting to do Taco Tuesdays. Taco Tuesdays. And who will our sponsor be? Remember, whoever you know, pays the most. See, we we in business always want to. We have a sponsor. Whoever pays the most. Okay. Whoever I, wants to give me or the most free tacos. Okay. You hear that, Taco Bell? If you're watching, give me free tacos. All right. Now that you've made it through that little piece of humor to bypass. <laughs> Damn it. She comes into your office. You're allowed one sentence to welcome a new person into your company. What would it be? It probably would be something along the lines, thank you for coming in, I greatly appreciate it, with a comma, so that's one sentence still. Okay. Um, we're going to do something special. Okay. I truly, truly, truly think we do are you, on the cusp Do you of... think that that person receiving that statement will feel good about working at the company? Well, I would hope theoretically at that point I would have already met them a bunch of times. No, no, one shot. First time. Oh, well, I mean, if because we're, if we're being had, realistic, somebody, somebody else interviews no them. one's walking in that door without me vetting them heavily. I know this is all theoretical, but theoretical I, I, was, I was telling my buddy the other day, I, was like, I have, I have friends that I would take a bullet for that I wouldn't let through that front door in terms of working here. No, that was my old job. I would take the bullet. No, but you, you, know, would not. you know what I'm saying, though? Like, it's, it, when it comes to working with people, right. um, I, like to, I, I, I don't care if you're my best friend. If you're going to be a detriment to what I'm trying to do, you're not going to be doing it with me. All right, so my line would be if she walked into my office... You're at the foundation of a great future. That's I'm using that. That's my answer. I'm gonna use that from now on. There you go. <laughs> they all liked it too. Yeah, no, that's I a heard, good one. I heard that's that in a... the back too, so yeah. I can stay in my job. <laughs> no, that's a good one. I like that. I'm gonna use that. See, that's good. Usually, I don't have more than one sentence, you know. But one sentence. The the best part though, for me, is absolutely when we're talking to people about this, mm-hmm. like potential investors, potential talent. Um, I'm not selling it. I'm just talking about how excited I am. Well. We never – one of the things about new radio media that's so exciting when we've talked to different investors, we don't sell anything. People have an opportunity to join and be part of something better than it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. we're giving them that opportunity. And at the end of the day, there will be a rate of return mm-hmm. based on the excitement, the energy that was established. Yeah. So you build the foundation like anything else. Mm-hmm. It expands. You put the walls up. You put the roof on it. You brand it out. It's interesting, too. We talked the other day. Uh, uh, RD and I were talking, theoretically. Um, and RD is who again? That would be our VP of operations. Okay. He is I, he's my right-hand man. That guy, He when he when that is one of those points I was talking about. When he came in, it really, like, leaped us forward from where we were. Because I can only do so much. And I can only wrap my head around so many things. Um, and RD coming in was immense. I mean, there's everyone, like I said, everyone being here, there's a reason everyone's here. But uh, he absolutely helped us take that next step that we were kind of roadblocked at. Okay. Um, but uh, it's interesting. We were talking that 
if you know if this goes off how we want it to, we're theoretically going to introduce a whole generation when this goes off how we want it to. It's going to introduce a whole generation of people to streaming, but in the reverse way, right? Um, which I think is kind of cool. Um, I'm we joke that our demographics eight to eighty here, um, but it really is. You know, we have with the different channels. That's the point. We want to aim our content in specific directions. And the other thing, too, that I think that uh, people that are just joining us at uh, New Radio Media Talking Biz, uh, Ian Benzeman, president of New Radio Media, uh, in the studio today, and you may see him on camera looking at him and saying he's very, very young. Um, young is just a piece of terminology. Uh, not th- has nothing to do with knowledge, excitement, enthusiasm, and what moves forward. I've had and a lot I think, of stuff happen. And I think a lot life, of yeah. people need to understand that if we look at all the other companies – that really blossomed way back when they were all young, whether it was Apple, whether it was Microsoft. Uh, And it's interesting because in 1995, two names, Jerry Yang and David Philo. You know who they are? Oh, wow, I do. Come on. I know Philo. I know know his name. Uh, Yang and Philo. Philo and Yang. They they were the guys who did Yes, they were the guys. um, Yes, they were. I'll give you 1995. Was on it? March the second, yeah. I'm trying to help you. I'm, I'm, I'm I, on, yeah. Gentlemen, I'm, start your engine. My head is on Tuesday, honestly. I'm, I'm, I'm helping you. I, oh, start. race the race car drivers. No, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> the boys in the headsets are even cracking up. I know on this one. You in new radio media in this wonderful world. Yeah. Found Yahoo. Oh, you see, that's that's why I knew those names. There Yahoo, you go. yeah, mm-hmm. Yahoo. But they found Yahoo, and again. They were your contemporaries. They were not my contemporary age. They were your contemporary age. So that's what's so unique about when we look at investors and we talk to people about the next generation, you know, who's going to cover after your generation. There's always another generation coming, changing the world. Well, there's a joke that I'm the the token millennial in a lot of the meetings when we first started because it would be me and then a bunch of people about twice my age. Right. Yeah. Now, that's very true. We, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, well, we saw that in all of our meetings. Yeah. And, uh, but we wanted everybody to understand that it's not the person's appearance. It's not their age. It's what are they bringing to the table that will improve the entity for tomorrow. Absolutely. So, you know, based on all of that, I want you to think about Yahoo for a minute because I have to take care of some business here. Uh, if you want to join us, 844-999-9249. You know, this is New Radio Media Talking Biz with Ian Benzman, president of New Radio Media. Uh, Paul's on the road today in beautiful Cleveland. I'm Peter Perlman, and we'll be right back. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams. For unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content, welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com.
What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. just joined us. Welcome, everybody. This is New Radio Media Talking Biz. I'm Peter Perlman, along with special guest and president of New Radio Media, Ian Benzman. Uh, my partner, Paul, is on the road in uh, Cleveland today, and I hope he's got great weather, you know? It's just yeah. been an ugly Well, he had some great news last night, so hopefully there's accompanying weather, yeah. Well, you know, it's always good to have good news, good weather, and good food. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about good food for just one minute. I'm always down to what talk about food. What do you think about a new restaurant Going into, this is interesting, going into the old Federal Reserve Building on 4th Street in Detroit, where it's kind of like start, it's like, um, I don't want to call them startups, but uh, restaurant accelerators. So it, have you been to Rust Belt Market? Yes. Is it kind of like that, but for restaurants? Well, you're at Nine almost? Mile in Fern, you're in Ferndale, so mm-hmm. I really help everybody out. You're at Nine Mile and Woodward Avenue in Ferndale. Mm-hmm. Um and we used to have them on the radio at our old place, Paul and I. And so we interviewed a number of different people inside the Rust Belt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so it's essentially like that, but well, for this food? Is, this or? is a little different. Uh, the planned 8,646-square-foot restaurant includes a food hall. It's first of its kind in Detroit. And uh, it's going to feature chefs at four different kiosk stations where people can go around. They're going to rotate the chefs. Periodically, okay, and the group called the Gallery Group out of uh, comes out of Pittsburgh, okay, and so this is a very first for Detroit proper, hmm. and uh, I know that uh, we usually send Paul out to check out the restaurants. Uh, this is one of the things he loves. Um, you know, he was down at the old fighter station. Anytime he gets the schmooze, schmooze and eat. Yeah, you know? I, I was he, just telling someone, uh, Jackie. I was telling Jackie the other day. I literally do not think, and this is not an overuse of the word literally, there has been a time in my entire life where him and I went to a meal where he has not ran into one person. He well, knows. first of all, we got to help out our listeners here ah, for a minute. Sorry, Jackie Kalin. Thank you. She hosts the show Jackie and Co. on Monday nights. Thank you very much. You yes. know, we have so many people come in and out of this uh, building here at New Radio Media. Yeah. And uh, between our two different sets going on, uh, a lot of familiar faces in Greater Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Besides Paul's, that is. Yeah. You know, uh, everybody seems to... <laughs> it's every, it's it's insane. I get it, so many, oh, last time I saw you, you were this tall. That's right. You know, and uh, it's marvelous. But I want to go back a little bit because we do have a kickoff coming on March the 6th on a Tuesday. Um, a couple of channels are kicking off, uh, mm-hmm. moving right along. I'd like to talk about one show right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And um, Bill McAllister and, and Danielle. Yes. So why don't we share with our audience for just a minute... What the show's about, when does it take place? So I, I'm really excited about this. It's going to be our first studio that's not in our offices. Um, he's do, uh, Bill and his wife are doing it from home. It's called At Home with the McAllisters. Um, it's going to be on our Arts and Entertainment channel. 
Um, we're finalizing when the premiere date's going to be, but we're going to push it everywhere when we do. So I know that we're going to be back on March 6th at noon. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also have another person that has a, uh, she'll be out in the field. Yes. Shows. Yes. Uh, so I'm excited about that too. That's another show we've been working on. It's called Your Detroit Live. Okay. We won't give out the name of the person yet. Yep. But this um, person will be visiting. And, yeah. and that's actually not premiering on the 6th, though. No, I understand that. That's going to be premiering Thursday. Off the top of my head, I don't have the time. That's okay. But, uh, we, yeah. if, we, if people keep listening to new radio media, yeah. especially on Tuesday, yeah. we're yeah, going to start dropping all these things. And they can see us on our website at www.newradiomedia.com. Yep. They can follow us on Facebook. Yep. Where else can they follow us? They can follow us on Facebook, um, on Instagram, Twitter. We'll be up and going by launch with everything and all of our uh, cross platforms on LinkedIn. Um, I think where else? We're going to start putting stuff on iTunes. We're going to have stuff, promotional content on YouTube um, and the app. And the app. And the app. And that's going to be big. The app. Um, and it's free. It's free. I want I want. I really want to try and keep us as free to consumers as long as right. possible. So we were talking about, you know, the growth of new radio media. Um, and the philosophy of new radio media was local content. Mm-hmm. We wanted to bring local content back in to broadcasting digital platform. Mm-hmm. And I use it that way for yeah. a minute because if Paul was here, he'd say, watch those terminologies. Mm-hmm. Watch those terminologies. Yeah. Well, that's okay. But we have a unique platform. Absolutely. But what's unique about it is is that as you build and we built collectively certain shows, they can be national shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And we bring that up for a reason because what our goal is is to set up new radio media network. Well, my goal is to have a private island, but uh, kidding. Sorry. And the private jet to get to the private island. <laughs> I want to swim there. Oh. Yeah. Belle Isle is available on Tuesdays. Oh, there you go. There you go. Problem solved. Pablo. All right. Go little, to Pablo. There you go. There you right, go. If you guys need me on Tuesdays, I'll be on my that, island. That's right. Man, I'll be sitting there, all right. Do you also ski Mount Elliott and swim the Grand River? Yeah, of I course. I kind of figured. Yeah. I, kinda... I also peruse the Facebook. That's good. That's good. So... Our goal, in reality, mm-hmm. is to operate in 60 cities minimum. Yeah. And to put new radio media out there to communities so they can build their local content back yeah. because it was taken away from them. Absolutely. And even just as recently as a couple months ago, FCC put through a thing where if you don't, like basically a lot of the laws that were keeping smaller local affiliates in place got taken away. So you have a lot of small local markets are going to be losing their news. They're going to be losing their this. They're going to be losing their that. And we really think we can fill in where those things are disappearing and taking places that haven't been filled yet and do something really unique. When you hear small markets, just for our listeners here at New Radio Media, mm-hmm. how would you define a small market? Because Detroit is not a small no, market. No, no, no. I would say... Use a city in Michigan as a small market town. Are we talking uh, like Saginaw? Are we talking a Grand Rapids, a Traverse City? Probably a Traverse City. I don't know. I don't... I mean, I don't know what's the current population so that, of Traverse Well, a Traverse City, City wraparound could be a half million. That's true. I mean, that's, I guess that's really small. That's, okay. that's really... Well, I mean, that's... we're looking... We're not looking at smaller markets, I suppose. We're looking at localization. Okay. Um, you know, we're not going to go into the literal one-horse town... No. Oh, I understand. And, you know, have a radio station, but we can absolutely be the missing local content that people don't have anymore, especially when you look at what's going on with media. You have all these people for the news. Right. A lot of people watch a specific news show because of whom is giving them the news. 
Okay. And, you know, when you look at stuff like that and you look at everything going on with a lot of older and people like veterans who've been around for a while in the industry not getting renewed because of this or that or whatever, because you can go get someone just out of college and pay them one-tenth of that, it's, it's interesting to see the leftover hole that can be filled. So when we look at these new markets, um, and if anybody's listening out there today, we use a term called stringers in broadcasting. Okay. Stringers in broadcasting were people that found a news story, for example. They called it into the network or into the larger station, and they got compensated for the story accordingly. Um, they made it on the AP, the UPI wires way back when, and um, they got their name out, and they were able to then move up and get a job at a bigger location because of what they did. Do you see the stringer formula for new radio media? Or is that something that we would... Or? You know, yes and no. Okay. Um, it's one of those things, like, we just we just launched our page. It's called the NRM Indie Short Showcase, where we're going to be featuring content of local filmmakers um, and stuff like that. Um, when you say we're going to feature that, mm-hmm. what's your definition of feature? On our website, archive for people to watch at any time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very important. Um, so when you look at that... Um, where was I again? I'm sorry. There's so much going on. What was I talking Are about? Are they talking to your headsets again on you? They no, should be it's talking to the headsets. It's been a long I know it day. We're talking about how the stringer, the, yeah, the, how we're going to put things together yeah, it's, and the um, archives for those from that want to do certain pieces yeah. that we're not going to broadcast on a daily basis. No. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It's, You're it, giving them a platform. Yeah, we're giving people a platform, but that, that being said, we don't want to take just anything off the street. You know, we're talking about a show that's kind of like a YouTube-ish t- talent show that would incorporate some of that. Okay. But we absolutely want our stuff curated. We want to give people content that they want to watch. We don't want a million videos of someone thinking they're really funny playing with their cat. All right. You know? No, that's – no. I've seen enough of the dogs, the cats. I get yeah. enough. No, people that being say, said, we have, have a really this? great segment that? that we just filmed. I said the only but... thing I've ever seen that was unique was a boxing match that broke out into a hockey game, as the old expression goes. <laughs> Yeah, no, you know, any any '90s Red Wings Avalanche game. Yeah, you know. Um, no, actually, it's funny. As of, as much as I was joking game. about cat videos, one of the things we just filmed, uh, where our show has a random internet item of the week, and one of the episodes, the segment is uh, it's uh, meow meowana jays. It's catnip that's rolled up into joints and sold in little bottles Ooh. and vials, and and so we just filmed the segment with that okay. with cats, but. That's more of a segment than a All right, so cat video. I want you to put your business hat on now. Yeah. Okay, get yourself woken up. All right. All right. I stay woke. I want to use the term mining for talent. Yes. Because there seems to be this pitfall or a shortfall, depending on who you're talking with, and if, where will that round come? People are stealing from each other. They're stealing programming. They're trying oh, to steal yeah. the talent. Oh, yeah. They're trying to steal everything. As a matter of fact, we even know that a story uh, just recently, and I have to give credit to it because I think it's very important, Patrick Ryan from USA Today um, spent a lot of time really taking a look at the new medium Mm -hmm. for broadcasting and the challenges that's in front of it. Yeah. Um, I think that, honestly, I think the biggest challenge is getting people to accept some of the newer styles of things because I was talking to, um, I forget who I was talking to, I was talking to someone the other day and they were asking a little bit about what's going on here. You know, I hadn't seen him in a while. I kind of updated him. And he's like, so, so you do podcasting? I said, no, no, we incorporate podcasting. And he's like, so, so you do this? I'm like, no, no, we do that too, though. Um, it's it's really interesting, the, pl- the possibilities of 
the way media is going on now, you look at like you know Hulu, Amazon, Netflix, HBO. They're taking podcasts and doing scripted television. All right, so I got to help our listeners out because you're using terms that A generation understands, but the B generation does not. Yeah. So when we talk about a Hulu, the Chrome, some of these things, some get plugged into yeah. pieces of equipment. So stream any type of streaming service um, in terms of content. <clears throat> Um, because that's where things are going, and that's what we're trying to do. All right, but I need to go a little bit further for people. I go home, and I have a screen. Mm -hmm. But right now, for example... So there's this thing called a television. We have the television, but it's not a smart. It's a regular, oh, you know, it's a nice TV. And I have a box from Mm -hmm. my cable company, Mm -hmm. okay? And there's a wire, so it's hardwired cable into the box. Mm -hmm. Fine. So I'm getting a direct line from the cable company, multiple channels. Mm -hmm. Okay, now comes a next generation in. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that goes into my computer. I slide something in. I can run the cable to the TV to get the bigger screen. Mm-hmm. Okay, to make that my Do new monitor. Now too? That makes my new monitor. Mm-hmm. All right, just, I'm going to get to the next generation. So I have that monitor, and I get to get certain shows off of that piece because where I live now, hypothetically, I can't get my cable company. Uh, whatever I'm just gonna knock it out that way. Or yeah, yeah. I live in a subdivision. I don't want to pay high dollar for my cable. Yeah. So when I do that piece and I plug it in, that could be. Uh, uh, can I get my Hulu, mm-hmm. my Netflix, my new radio media? I can get things like that. Yeah. From we, that. We're actually working right now theoretically. I don't want to say anything that we're not. No, no, you know, no. I'm, but, I'm, um, I'm doing this all as a very the, basic listener piece. You should be able to pull up our app on a smart TV and watch it. Okay. So we get to this piece, and then we go to the Wi-Fi. So now I don't need any cables, mm-hmm. and I can put it up on my monitor, and I can watch it. The only fear that people are sharing is, did I just lose what I grew up with my, in, in Detroit, it would have been two, four, seven, sixty-two, whatever. ABC, NBC, CBS, mm-hmm. CBS. Did I just lose all that? No. In fact, we're we're going to capitalize on people not wanting to lose that because we want to be that's point of lo- part of our localization plan is we want to take the names and talents and the familiar face that you grew up with and are familiar with and are comfortable with and give them back to you in the modern age. Okay. So, new platform. New faces, but comfort faces in a sense, Mm -hmm. to bring Detroit media and listenership and viewers Mm -hmm. all back under one umbrella roof. Absolutely. Well, that's great. You know, Ian, we're going to be back. We're going to take a break. I'm Peter Perlman. This is Talking Biz on New Radio Media. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. 
dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Peter Perlman, along with the president of New Radio Media, Ian Benzman. Um, have we shared with you right along, uh, Paul's on the road today in beautiful Cleveland. And, As he would uh, say, on the road again. On the road again, you know, driving that beautiful white car. <laughs> but uh, he's bringing back good news. You know, we, we, we hear from Paul periodically. Things are going great. Uh, I talked and, to him at 11 o'clock last night. Well, so, you know... It's just been great. You know, Ian, for the last two hours, the time kind of flies by. It really does. And, uh, you know, we've covered a lot of territory. We've talked about um, the challenges of being a president of a company, uh, starting at its uh, inception, you know, watching it going through an incubation period, and then coming to, you know, hard four walls, and then bringing staff on and the challenges. Mm-hmm. Um being in boardrooms, all the things that the average person does not envision. Mm-hmm. They want to come to work. I love what I do. Um, I don't want to worry about cash flow. Uh, that's somebody else's job. Yeah. Um, I want to worry about what I love to do. And as the president of a company, all of a sudden you're thrown into, I really have to deal with all these issues. Oh, yeah. And they're not the fancy issues. They're not the glamour issues. And at the end of the day, there's a frustration. Uh, we've seen the frictions at times. We always see frictions in boardrooms. Oh, yeah. And at the same time, two and a half years later, here we are. Um, not that you're a guest in our studio because you're part of this big company as president of the company. But you've watched your staff now, because they fall under you, mm-hmm. every one of them, yeah. mature and grow. Yeah. Um, any words to the staff for the next, uh, I'll give you that one minute platform. Uh, mm-hmm. you're coming to kickoff time here. Yeah. You know, um, honestly, every, I just keep doing what you're doing guys. Seriously. Like we're, we're going forward because you guys are kicking ass at what you're doing. And, and the other day when we had the system in and watching you guys do the run through with the new B-roll camera was awesome. Like you guys had that down. It was awesome. It was really great to see. It, it makes seriously. I don't care how much money I end up, if I end up making millions and millions and millions of dollars from this. I my biggest joy from this is that everyone loves this as much as I do. I really love it. Well, you know, it's great to have the expression, the smiles, no hat. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, he does come into board meetings wearing this uh, like beanie hat. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had to get used to that. Yeah. No. It's, you know, I, it's, at, it's, at the it's, beginning it's, of the meetings, it was like, well, dress. Paul was like, dress like this, and I was like, 
No. Well, no, no. <laughs> there was an old expression that Paul and I always joke about. Dress British, think it, or she'll be just fine. You know, that's okay. But uh, we'll, wear, we'll wear the suit and ties when called upon. Um, you be who you be who you are. Yeah, it's you're, funny. I think it actually I win people over more that way because I come into meetings and they're like, "Who the hell is this guy? He's wearing jeans and a whatever." He walked into Willie. We're out in California. We go to oh, I know. Morris. I walk in wearing jeans and a hoodie and a backpack, and all these guys are looking at me like, "Who is?" Well, this the guy? first thing he walked in with a hoodie and a backpack. They said immediately, "Security." Yeah. Well, check the backpack. It was insane. It is. It's a but because society has changed. Today. Yeah, it's and very interesting. The one thing that we try to avoid in this show. And, and it's very sad, is what happens uh, in the world today. I mean, we've had horrors in the last three weeks, the amount of hours. challenges at schools around the country, and our hearts go out to all the families that have lost family members, mm-hmm. those that have been severely injured and hurt, I'll say to this, our law though. enforcement people who have had to be the ones to go in and deal with the issues, uh, including what's just happened in Michigan with the loss of a Man. mother and a father by a child. Uh, who was the perpetrator, this is not easy times. No. And sometimes you need a place to come and unwind. And new radio media on our different channels will give you a venue to laugh, to cry, to uh, escape. Escape is a great way to put it. A digital platform that nobody, you know, thought would be basically a comfort zone, shall we say. Mm -hmm. And if you see something out there that is challenging that you want new radio media to look at, you know, you can uh, yeah, go www.info at newradiomedia.com. Let yep. us know what you'd like us to look at. We have a team of people here that are investigative. They would love to delve into some of these areas, take a look to see what's going on, and give us concepts for the future. If anyone knows Sean Spicer, I'd love him to do a fake news show. Contact me. We'll do it on the Wolf Network. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Because <laughs> Fox News is already taken. Yeah. Well, I was, gonna, I was about to say that Canada doesn't even recognize them as a news network. Well, you know. And so, if Canada's telling you something, they're but, like the nicest people ever. So, you know, and it's interesting, too, that, you know, in our studio today, um, when we brought Chet in, and um, to talk about, you know, futuristic uh, currency in a sense, it was very unique. But to also find out from somebody, you know, here he works at Chrysler. He grew up in New York, and he shares so many common threads. And everybody that's walked into our studio so far that sat behind one of these microphones has had a common thread with the community. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes new radio media the unique digital platform for tomorrow. Absolutely. Absolutely. you know, those are some of the great things that are happening here. Yeah. You know, our staff is – it's 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 great to sit here as like uh, one of the uh, senior leadership uh, team and everything, and to uh, listen to them chatter before the show. It's tough to get out of here at the end of the day. Well, you know, like we, just because I want to be here. Well, I understand, but your role is so different than theirs. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I'm talking personally. I just it's like I'll be done at four thirty one day. I'll right. be here till eight. Just working on stuff because I just don't want to go home. It's I'm having too much fun. Well, okay. So in the last minute, to, I'm going to allow you to have one mm-hmm. minute. Um, any final thoughts and words you want to share with our listeners today? Hmm. Well, yeah, actually. Um, so like we've said a couple times this Tuesday, we're having our official first big push and big launch. Um, keep an eye out on newradiomedia.com. Go out and download our app, NRM Streams, with the Z, one word. Um, on the Google Store and the Android or Apple Store, um, 
and just keep an eye here. There's some really cool stuff going on. Um, we sat and thought, looked at it yesterday. Within the first two weeks of us launching, we're going to have 15 shows, all varying in content. And it's really cool to think that we actually, it kind of just slid by me. We've made that. We've made, like, it's crazy how it's all coming together. And I hope that everyone can keep an eye here and enjoy it. Even if you, if you enjoy it one-eighth of what I've been enjoying it, you're going to have a great time. Well, you know, it's great, Ian, to have you in the studio today to really enjoy it. And like I asked you in the very beginning, when a new person comes in and you get one sentence with them, yeah, you know, that one sentence here for New Radio Media, and I use it now for our listeners, mm -hmm. we will be the foundation of your future. Yeah, I like and that. And with that, I want you to think about that because that foundation has the right to grow and to spread wings. Mm -hmm. And when you spread those wings out... You bring others in. Mm -hmm. The more people that share and enjoy all the opportunities that we offer here at New Radio Media, not only in employment but in listenership, we look forward to seeing you every week mm -hmm. and sharing with you great stories. So for Paul Benzman, I'm Peter Perlman. You've been listening to Talking Biz, and this is New Radio Media. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. <laughs> And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. 